This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Thursday, January 30th, 2020. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Today, we have a very special guest. Nicole Phillips. She's the Director of Social Media and Communications for Eleven Honore, a plus-size luxury e-tailer who partners with designers and brands to expand their offerings into plus-size. Some of the brands on their platform include DVF, Carolina Herrera, Paval Guru, Christian Seriano, Brandon Maxwell, Adam Lippi, Mark Jacobs, Sanchin and Bobby and many more. And sorry if I slaughtered those designer names. Before 11 Honore, she worked at plus size retail chain Torrid, where she worked in merchandising and marketing, focusing on building the brand's social presence, influencer relationships, and community. Nicole is dedicated and passionate about working in a fashion space that has been long time ignored by the fashion world. She is outspoken, driven, and excited about where 11 Honore is headed and believes that every person who wants to express themselves through beautifully well-made clothing should have the ability to. And let's welcome Nicole to the show. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Well, so I'm glad to so be here. Ex- yes, I'm so excited to talk to you today. So first, tell me, how did you even discover the plus size community and get active in the very beginning? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I think it started with like live journal, even before social media was a big deal. And I would search, you know, for plus size people who were posting their outfits. And this is kind of when the outfit of the day started happening. And I remember I started following um, Gabby Fresh and Nicolette Mason, and then it kind of merged into the blogs. And so I would start following just all of these different bloggers. And I was just, I could not get enough. And I was, you know, working at Torrid at the time. I think I was working like in customer service. So this was like way back when I started. And I just couldn't get enough of these women wearing their outfits, proudly looking beautiful. And that was always something, you know, I had struggled with. Like I needed like permission to be able to feel good about myself. And, um, and I loved fashion. And so this was just like the perfect kind of world and community to get involved in. And then I started meeting people kind of in person at, um, we would do these things called fashion swaps. And I started meeting um, people like Ivory, um, who's this amazing blogger who I who I love, and she's a good friend of mine. And um, just started meeting these people through the community, and kind of you know like a snowball, you just kind of get more involved. And then with social media becoming so popular and Instagram, it's just it it's become a huge passion of mine. So as far as your career, did you actively seek? to work for a plus size brand or did that just happen organically? 
A little bit of both. I had found, I was kind of in a crossroad in my career in my early 20s, not kind of knowing where to go. And um, I thought, well, let me just get a job that just is kind of easy for a little bit while I figure it out. And that happened to be Torrid. And I had found out that they were located, their headquarters was located within driving distance of me. And so I thought, you know what, what, what the heck, just go ahead and go for it. And I was hired on as a seasonal customer service person. And then I just kind of worked my way up and um, found little areas to get um, involved in with the company. And I'm a, I'm a pretty outgoing person, so I just made a lot of friends and just really decided this is what I want to do and be and, and worked my way into marketing eventually. And <laughs> that's kind of where my passion has been for so long has been marketing and then working with the plus community because I just think being a plus size woman myself, um, the community has just given us so much power and self-worth and um, just that freedom to be able to express ourselves with other like-minded people. So it's just, it was kind of, you know, I fell into me, I fell, I fell into it, but at the same time I really did pursue it. Now, did you go to school for marketing and communications, or you learned everything on the job? (laughs) I was going to school for several different things. I was, uh, behavioral science probably was the most, what I was, my focus was in, and, um, but marketing kind of came about, just, I think that kind of, I think if you're really into, like, behavioral science and, you know, how people think and feel, I think marketing is a really natural place to kind of merge into. Now, tell me about your transition from Torrid to 11 Honorary, because I know that they're both in the plus industry, but they're very different demographics, and you would market them in very different ways. Very. Um, it kind of, it, I, so in 2017, I had a baby, and I was going back to work, and I kind of was looking at the world through a different lens. And I came back to Torrid, and after my maternity leave, and I mean, I I will always have a, a love for Torrid because that was a place I really grew and got to cut my teeth and made amazing friendships and, you know, partnerships with. Um, but I came back, and it was just, I think I needed a little bit of a change. And I had a creative director that had worked for Torrid. She had reached out to me saying, I really would love you to meet our CEO of this this new brand, Eleven on Array. And I said, I don't know, you know, I'm a new mom, my commute's really small, you know, I don't know if I can make a change. And I she said, No, just please meet him. Just I want you to meet him. So I met him, his name's Patrick Kerning, and I when he was telling me like what he believed in his mission and I he was talking about his passion for this customer I really kind of a light bulb went off in my head saying this, this seems like a really great idea, but let me be more cautious, you know, let's think about it. And um, I did think about it and then I kind of, it kind of just fizzled. I just really didn't pursue it. And he contacted me again saying, let's meet. And I met him and we really hit it off. And I really just realizing that this, that this, plus size luxury fashion didn't exist really in in anywhere else. I mean, there's there's lots of smaller indie brands and a lot of designers doing really great things, but as far as these like big name designers who people have been watching on runways for 
you know, for decades, there wasn't really a space for plus size in that world. And so I really fell in love with the concept. And I thought about it, talked to my husband about it, prayed about it, and realized that I just couldn't pass this up. It was just a great opportunity. It was another, um, a, you know, a, 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 a promotion for myself. You know, it was really putting me into a, a place where I had a real seat at the table. Coming from a place with, at Torrid where there's 400 employees at their headquarters to going to a small startup where there's only, I think when I started there, was like 15 people, is such a huge transition. But it's also really exciting. And I think looking through the lens of a mom and looking through the lens of like a plus-size woman, I was just able to really say, okay, th- I want to show my daughter that I am a hardworking woman and that she can do anything and that I'm in this, I'm pioneering this new brand with this great team. And um, it just was really refreshing. It was just a cool way to start, you know, my, my new um, self, if you were to say, if I can right, say that. Right. So do you know what the name 11 Honore means or stands for? <laughs> yes. So I, it's a street in Paris. <laughs> That's as much as I know about it. Um, we kind of, I love when people will come in and try to guess what it means. Um, we had a vendor come in yesterday and they thought that it meant the, the clothing size and he, he's not very versed in plus size clothing. So I said, well, we don't really say size 11 anywhere, <laughs> but um, no, it's a street in Paris. I, that's okay. what we're named after. I knew it was French. That's why I could pronounce it yeah. correctly because I'm from Louisiana, <laughs> and there are people here in Louisiana that has the last name Honoré. So that's how I knew how to pronounce oh. it. <laughs> See, I had to like really Google it and like listen to the pronunciation <laughs> before I came in for the interview because I didn't want to say, you know, eleven honor or you know, people <laughs> pronounced it different ways. <laughs> And I did so, not take French in school. <laughs> right, right. So what does your job entail as director of social media and communications there? So it kind of, uh, because we're a startup, we wear many hats. So there's times where I'm doing something that maybe I haven't done for years, and there's other times where I'm helping, you know, schlepping a, a, a box of clothing into the sample closet. So we all wear kind of different hats. But my primary, my primary focus is to um, decide what our social channels are going to look like, how we're going to present ourselves, um, engaging with the community and working with the customer on social media, um, planning out content, strategizing what big campaigns we're going to do for social, also with the community. So if we're going to be doing, um, you know, like a dinner or we had um, like a panel in New York where we kind of talked about the state of fashion, um, it's really working with also our CEO who is not a plus size woman and he's, he wants to surround himself with people who know this community. So it's kind of like making sure that he's on top of all of the, you know, the stories that are kind of making their way through our community. If there's anything we should kind of keep our eyes on. Um, It's engaging with this customer um, one-on-one or out in the field, out at trunk shows. Um, It's just definitely a role that it's kind of, always changing, you know, with social media, like we want to keep abreast of all the new trends and, you know, with community such a big thing right now is just kind of forming that in-person community 
feel. Um, so it's just really making sure that I'm kind of front-facing with this brand. Um, we also, I work with PR to make sure that we are getting onto the right celebrities. We're making connections with celebrities and our client services team. Um, it's working with influencers. We don't do a lot with influencers right now because we're still just in kind of baby phases, but we hope to do a lot more with like partnerships and, you know, ambassadors, but it's just kind of gauging like who would be that good fit for an ambassador? Who are we keeping our eyes on? Who do we want to really engage with to, to get insight to our brand? And, you know, so it's kind of, it's, it's a, it's a lot of different things, but I would say, um, it's something that it's challenging, but it's something that I've just, I, I love every bit, every bit of it. Yeah, and I was going to ask you about working with influencers because for your brand, I don't think the average influencer or blogger uh, even has stuff in your price point on their website. So it was kind of tricky on who yeah. you would choose. Yeah, so it's been kind of like we have great friendships with a lot of influencers, and we have like a a small handful of ones that we do kind of work with from time to time who just really are um, dedicated and love the brand and they purchase from the brand as well. Um, so they're kind of just like super fans slash influencers. And it's been kind of neat just kind of figuring out, um, you know, who feels on brand with us as well because we all we want to work with people who have an audience that may love luxury, love loves designer fashion, and also just work with people who um, can express to their customer or I'm not not their customer but their audience that the fashion that we provide is definitely worth the investment. So we do have we have kind of two tiers. We have like this like um, luxury designer fashion, which dresses will be, you know, $2,500 from like really high-end designers. And then we also have more of a contemporary price point, like our DVF, you know, the dress is just over $500. And we have brands like Nicholas who, you know, their brands are like under 300, under 400. So, and those designers do really well for us as well. So it's kind of figuring out you know, who is that real high-end luxury and then who can kind of speak to a, a, a customer, potential customer who really wants to just kind of step and dip her toe into the designer fashion world and maybe it's through like a brand like DVF, you know, where she could, where she could try it out and then realize why she's worth that investment. Now, what is the size range of the clothing you carry? So we right now carry up to a size 24, but not every designer goes up to a 24. And that's been, that's been one of our challenges. Um, when I first started here, we had a few pieces that went up to like a size 20. And so that was always something frustrating for me as a size 22, 24, um, who I would love to wear some of the clothing we had. We, I just, it wasn't available. So we've been really pushing our designers and saying, listen, you have to get up to a size 24. You, you just have to. And we give them, you know, a couple chances and see and work with them, work with, you know, work with their fit team. And um, our goal is to get all designers at least up to a size 24. We have Christian Seriano who will have pieces that carry up to a size 26, which is really great. So um, it's just all about getting that, uh, getting up to that size 24. And then we also are launching a private label 
and we'll be going up to a size 26 with our private label. Oh, that's great. So when you work with these um, fashion designers, are they making plus-size clothing exclusively for 11 Honoré that you can't find anywhere else, or is the website more of a one-stop shop where you don't have to go searching for designer plus-size clothes? It's kind of a little bit of both. We have some designers who don't do any plus size. They've never done plus size, and they're doing plus size with us. And then there are also a few designers who also carry plus size on their, on their own channel. Um, someone like Mara Hoffman, who um, Mara Hoffman and Tanya Taylor are the first two I think of because I love those two designers. They're in that contemporary range, and they also sell um, selected styles in extended sizes. And you can find them on their website, but then you can also find us with us. So it's kind of, we do, it's like one stop. So if you want to find your Adam Lippis dress for $1,500 that you can't find anywhere else in Plus, and then you also want to get a Tanya Taylor dress, you know, in the four or $500 range, that's also, you can find it here with us as well. So kind of a little bit of both. So how do you compete? with the plus-size market that is saturated with clothes made in China being, you know, resold, do you feel that is your same customer or is that not someone in your demographic? You know what, I I think that this customer is, she just has much more access to more options. So maybe she is shopping at Torrid and Eloquy and even like, you know, like a Forever 21. But I think she's also starting to realize, um, especially where she is in her, maybe her career, where she is in her season of life. But maybe she is also saying, you know what, I have this really great dress from Eloquy, but I'm going to get this really great Veronica Beard blazer to go over it. So she's investing in pieces that she thinks are um, are worth it to her. And then we also have a clientele, though. We have women who are maybe more established in their lives and maybe are more affluent, and um, maybe they just they haven't always identified themselves as plus size, but just the way their bodies have changed over the years, and they've looked for high-end fashion. They just didn't have it available to them, so they are also our customer. And she's maybe this is the person who's always shopped luxury. Um, so our customer is just kind of, she's very diverse. Um, it's, but it's very exciting seeing especially some people who um, maybe they're kind of at a turning point in their career and they're looking for more of those investment pieces and they're just really excited that they can finally get a suit, you know, from Altazara in their size, this really beautiful high-end tailor-made suit. So She's just, I think, because we're so new, we're just discovering that we have all different types of customers. And so now you have uh, showrooms in New York, Los Angeles, and Atlanta. So how does that work? Can you walk in, or is it by appointment only? It's mainly by appointment only because it's not like a store store. So we don't have unlimited inventory. And we like to give it a very personal touch. So if we know someone wants to come in and shop, we want to connect them with that stylist there that, and find out what size they are, find out their measurements, what kind of brands they love, what, what parts about their body that they love that we can you know, work on finding the perfect piece for them. And so we want to make it a very personal, intimate, and special um, you know, shopping event for them. So 
we it's been really great for us because that person comes in and they've never had that one-on-one personal touch like if you went to like a big box store and they're really getting that full attention and we just make it a really great shopping experience for them and a lot of these customers just kind of keep coming back and they establish relationships with these stylists and it's just a really great way for them to get to know you know our brand and the designers we work with and so um we also do like trunk shows out of these showrooms. So we'll have, you know, events every now and then at these trunk shows and also at our other, lo- you know, we have st- stylists all over the country. So we'll have trunk shows, you know, we'll partner with like another brand or a store or like a salon or a boutique and we'll do trunk shows that will last, you know, a couple of days there too. And I saw you um, did a, custom piece on a celebrity for the red carpet is that service exclusive or is that available for anybody so we are like I said we are starting a private label and we're very excited about that and we wanted to work with Chrissy Metz for a while and um, we just wanted to make something really beautiful for her and we wanted to also connect her stylist with some of the designers that we do work with who will do custom pieces. And so besides just Chrissy, we've had a beautiful bride who wanted to wear a custom Siriano dress that we had walked down the runway at New York Fashion Week last February. And she was, she just needed that dress for her wedding and it wasn't her size. And so we worked with Christian's team and had it completely redone to fit her body perfectly and so we have, um, if, <laughs> if a woman can have the means to afford a very custom piece from a designer, we have these great relationships with some of our designers, and they will get her in, and they will make her something beautiful. So it's always worth asking. If you have the ability to do that, ask us. We'll let you know what designers will do something like that, and we will make it happen. <laughs> we'll do our now best to make it happen. You're giggling. So what is the price of a custom piece from a designer? It must be a lot, a lot of money. Well, especially some of these designers who are already in that price range. So I think this one, I I, for, I wish I can tell you the exact price of this dress, but I think it was in the 2000 range. And so okay. assuming with custom work, it was probably a little higher than that. Okay. Well, so, if you have money, that's not a lot if you have money. Listen, I, I I I wish I can get custom Christian Seriano dresses every single day, but you know I do have a great tailor, and we will <laughs> recommend other great tailors. So if you find something, um, our customer our client services team is very skilled in finding a great tailor that you can custom somewhat to your body, <laughs> but make right. it look perfect on you. Right. Now, do you have any trunk shows coming up uh, in 2020? We do. We have one in D.C. right now that we partnered with another, um, I think, I believe it's a boutique, but it's January 31st and and February 1st. That's in Washington, D.C. We have February 5th, we have Moorestown, New Jersey. We are in San Francisco until February 8th at a smaller boutique. Um, We are coming to Houston on March 19th. And we'll be in Lake Forest, Illinois, on March 31st. And then we have tentative dates. We're going to be coming to Aspen, Denver, Miami, um, Naples, and Palm Beach. 
So we're kind of popping up all over. Do you go to the trunk shows? I do sometimes if it's kind of local. You know, being a working mom, it's really hard to get away from a toddler. Um, I mean, sometimes that's very welcomed. <laughs> but other times, you know, I like to kind of stay close to her. So it just kind of depends. I went to one in Arizona recently, and that was a really great experience. And um, meeting different women and kind of seeing also how the movement, the plus-size body positivity movement has kind of evolved Um I just I love seeing women try on pieces and them feeling really beautiful about themselves. Um, so I, I really do like getting to those trunk shows and seeing seeing everyone in action. And on the website there is uh, something called Page Eleven. Now I was going to call it a blog, but you call it an <laughs> editorial platform. So tell me yes. what does that mean and what kind of content you put on it? Well, you know. Editorial platform sounds really fancy, right? So (laughs) (laughs) I love saying, because I, you know, also I think sometimes a blog can be kind of personal. Maybe it's your own personal editorial platform, but we call it editorial platform um, because we just want it to feel elevated. And it is, we, we partner sometimes with different um, people in the community to write profiles on them. We love to kind of showcase our designers and kind of introduce our designers to our customer because a lot of times it's the first time she's ever really getting to know a designer. Um, We like to do this thing called World of Style. It's a feature that we do where we work with someone in either the community or maybe she is a director or she is a writer, you know, just someone really influential. And we like to profile them and kind of get behind, you know, see what their style is in their home and see kind of what they're wearing day to day. So we've profiled many different women for that. And um, we really want to kind of put this customer as a leading lady. And we want everything to feel very elevated. And, you know, we just want to share with her pieces that um, not only kind of speak to her, her soul and to her, um, you know, what she's into, but just also really speak to her aesthetic as well. Awesome. So do you ever um, look for content like uh, covering events or spotlighting people, or is it more about the clothing? A little bit of both. Um, Always our focus is fashion. So that's kind of always like the number one. It's just how can we make this a very fashion-forward story? And then also just with our designers, like we want to make sure that, you know, this is kind of how I look at it. I look at it like our customer really hasn't had, and not only our customer, but this community, we haven't had um, access to a lot of these designers. So when I first came here, I had no idea who some of these people were, especially the ones that are kind of up and coming. And we just want to make sure that if we're selling pieces that are in a certain price point that we're explaining who this designer is, what they do, what, what makes them special. And so our editorial platform is very much more, you know, fashion forward, fashion first, you know, but we definitely want to profile people in the community who work in the fashion space and who also are doing something really amazing. So we kind of have our feelers out and then people will submit ideas as well. So it's kind of a little bit of both. So do you have 
anything else happening or something that I didn't mention that we need to know? Well, I'm just really excited about our private label. Um, it's something that we wanted to do for a while, and it's something that I think that our customer is really going to love. And it's basically it's luxury fashion at a price point that's easy to digest, I think. It's going to be pieces that are like 1 to 500, and they're really elevated. We have this great new designer who has worked in the plus-size world as well, so she knows this body, she knows this customer, she's extremely talented, and we're just, this, these pieces are just beautiful. I keep seeing them. The fabrics are luxurious. They're high-end. They're, they're going to be fit to body perfectly. It's just going to be really neat. So we're hoping to do that launch sometime in quarter Q2, so look for us around spring, maybe early summer-ish. That's where I'm hoping to launch. Awesome. Now tell us your official website and all of the social media pages. Yeah, so you can find us at 11honora.com and also on socials, 11honora.com. That's the number 11 and then H-O-N-O-R-E. And we also, I wanted to give a little um, info about our our client services team. If you have any styling question, fit question, you just need like a virtual stylist. We don't do it at an extra charge. You can reach out to stylist at 11honore.com. And if you're kind of, you know, you really want to purchase something but you're not quite sure if that's going to fit, our client services team is they're amazing and they will help. And even if you are kind of, you know, in between a size, like I said, we have tailors that we could recommend and really kind of get that help um, to to find the perfect piece for you. And it's just a really great way to shop. Um, I'll also say one more thing too. Mm-hmm. If you're afraid to purchase something in luxury or designer, I do this myself. We are also on Afterpay, which has been really cool because there's been times where I've wanted some dress and it's like $500. And I'm like, I can't do it right now. I got to wait. I got to wait. But having something like Afterpay, that's just something and I love shopping with Afterpay and there's all these other um, companies that do it as well. But it's just made it really easy to kind of purchase that piece, get it right away, and then really love it and pay it off versus one well, big awesome. chunk. <laughs> so Afterpay is almost like putting it on layaway. Kind of, except for you get it right away. So you buy it now, and then you pay it over time. So it's it's usually divided in like three or four payments, I think, depending on what it is. And then it's for pieces that are under like $2,000. Nice. Well, that's a good option. And before we go, I have to yes. publicly say thank you to you. Because I don't know if everyone oh. knows this, but when you were working at Torrid, that's when I was hit by the flood and lost everything. Yes. And you were the one that spearheaded me getting a new wardrobe from Torrid. And I don't know if I tagged you on social media or not because people would I'm have been sure. harassing you <laughs> for clothing. But I just want to say thank you. I have to say that to the end of the interview because I'm getting teary-eyed just saying it. Thank you. That oh. meant so much to me just to show that somebody even cares. So I was. Oh my God! I I remember. Well, I I felt I'm blushing now, but I really, 
um, I will say this, we're working at Torrid, we, we were so giving, and I remember when that happened, and I talked to some people, and we were just like, we have to do something, and you're, you've been such a leader in this community for so long that it's just, you know, of course, like, what, there's no question, so I'm really glad that we were able to do that for you when I was there, and I'm blessed to know you. <laughs> Yes, likewise. So that's why I say wherever company you go, wherever you go, you always have my support for the rest of your life, girl. You got me on your team oh forever. <laughs> thank you, Shanice. I really appreciate that. So I remember you meeting you still so long ago. <laughs> I think we met at Jen's party, right, in L.A.? Yeah. yeah, it was so early in my career, and I just instantly, I was like, this is a person I need to know. This is a cool person in this community, and I was just, it's been really it's been really great knowing you. Likewise. Well, thank you again for taking the time out to talk to me today and continue success with everything you have going on. Thank you so much, Niece. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And thank you to my guest this evening, Nicole Phillips. Make sure you check out Eleven Honore and their fabulous, luxurious, plus-size clothing. And I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for always tuning in and supporting. And until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.